0: So they go on a beautiful romantic walk with each other and they go up a lighthouse and it's all romance. It is. And and they start making out. Well, no um, no
1: it's not all romantic <laughs>
0: that he falls, more slapstick R-
1: Richard gets uh, the the light right, right the light beams, beams him in the design, eyes and he falls down like six flights of stairs <laughs> this movie is so ridiculous so he falls down
0: the flight of stairs they think they, they, they're obviously in love with each other because that's also every 80s movie it takes one day to fall in no mode. idea why she likes him they're making out on the beach it's perfect and then I have to tell you <laughs> as, Bur- as much as I make fun of this movie and as much as I like genuinely <laughs> think Bernie it's crap that. there are some moments where I'm like this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life they're making out on the beach, and the and the water is just softly moving, and Bernie, Bernie yeah. just floats up onto the beach from the
1: water, face forward, face looking, forward at
0: looking at them, and it's just, it's perfect. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever.
1: Hey, Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88 roads where we're going we don't need
0: roads so if you love caddyshack the goonies aliens weird science spies like us the great outdoors empire strikes back the great muppet caper pretty in pink predator rocky 4 roadhouse say anything real genius short circuit some kind of wonderful beverly hills cop akira tango and cash the breakfast club and they live just to name a few then sit back relax and get ready to be entertained Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content and a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Doc O'Shea, darling, Doc O'Shea. Buzz in the Towers brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Max, today we tackle the 800-pound gorilla in the room. We talk about the greatest film ever made, Weekend at Bernie's. Yes! If you want to have that beach house like <laughs> like Bernie Lomax, yeah. you better get the right loan. And if you need the right loan, you know where to go. Don't go to the mob. Don't go to the mob <laughs> for your loan. You go to Sonic Loans. Talk to Charlie, his wife, the team over at Sonic Loans. They're going to get you into the best rate. Fixed, adjustable, 15 year, 30 year. I can't stress enough how important it is to make sure that you get the right group to work with when you're getting a mortgage. Getting into the wrong mortgage can put you in a real tough situation. Whereas if you get into the right mortgage, you're gonna have boats, you're gonna have golf carts. You're gonna have champagne in the cooler. Yeah, yeah, all that good stuff. Excellent. Reach out to Sonic Loans. Let them know that Buzz in the Tower sent you, and they will take care of you, start to finish, and get you into the right loan.
1: NMLS number one nine five five eight five five. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit SonicLoans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you
0: by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com. And for a free consultation, call 248-595-0001 when you pretend that your boss is alive when he's actually dead so that you can party at his house over the weekend. You need an attorney, the best <laughs> attorney you can find. Ian is there with his team, aggressive, efficient. They are going to make sure that no matter how much guilt is on you, if you're wearing the Rolex of your <laughs> dead boss and the police find you, they are going to take care of you. It's important to make sure that this is a terrible, terrible movie on the movie, on episode, a legal side. On the yeah. next
1: episode, we should have Ian call in and explain what he would do if they called him. He would him.
0: immediately cut you loose as, <laughs> as your attorney. He'd be like, no? I can't help you. No. But for everything else he can, whether it's real estate law, whether it's business this law, make sure to reach out to Ian and his team, tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you, and they'll take care of you and make sure that your case is well represented. Today's episode, Weekend at Bernie's. With great power comes great responsibility. Hosting a podcast dedicated to the best decade of film ever is not something we take lightly. The Goonies, Empire Strikes Back, Breakfast Club... The list of classics goes on forever. Carpenter, Spielberg, Hughes, Lucas, the 80s had it all. So for this reason, it is our duty, nay, our privilege, to talk about one of the greatest films ever made any decade for the rest of our lives. Today i Buzz in the Tower, we'll deep dive into Weekend at Bernie's. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the Larry to my Richard, Max Sanders. And with that, Max?
1: Max? Oh, he moved his arm. He's alive. <laughs> The greatest movie ever! I'm so excited! I give it an 8.3. This is like your birthday. It's so much fun! Does this count as your birthday gift? Sure! (laughs) I'll take it. Can we, I mean, if we go into the 90s... Something like it hot! (laughs) (laughs) Bernie's 2 oh can do Jesus can we not talk about Bernie's
0: 2 <laughs> voodoo and stuff I don't want to talk about <laughs> Bernie's 2 I'm good thank
1: you this is the movie that ended the 80s this was 89 and like you couldn't get more 80s so they moved into this in the 90s well
0: I would like to make a, a point of parliamentary order <laughs> the movie that ended the 80s was Tango
1: and Cash yes that's true <laughs> but that's, just, the, that's the action version of Weekend at Bernie's
0: yeah pretty
1: much yeah. right not in so two guys much the story a but no yeah, two, guys. two guys in a situation
0: <laughs> By the way, that is the best name of a podcast ever. Two guys, two guys, in, guys in a situation. situation could be anything. That's, this is brilliant. Yeah, you just stumbled into a. We're doing another podcast. Two guys in a situation. I like it a lot. That's great. Yeah. Oh, that's when you know we could get the guy from Jersey Shore, the situation, but then it he's doesn't. In, then it doesn't sound like a podcast. It sounds more like a, a adult film. Yeah, but he's two in, guys in a situation. He's in jail. <laughs> you miss my. Yeah, joke. I got. It. Do you know that somebody somebody got the. Uh, you made a joke about transitions. Yeah, you, know, you blew a tranny. Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody, yeah, that was, it was great. Hi, Max.
1: <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
0: oh, welcome to the show. If it's your first time listening to us, then please know it's not getting any better than this. This is the this is the this is the height before the fall. This is Rome before it burnt.
1: So we're trash pandas. So this is like someone threw out their fillets.
0: This is a rotted maggot-filled fillet that they're yeah.
1: feasting on right now. Delicious. Oh, it's it's so a '96er good. that Candy couldn't finish. The
0: old '96er. It all comes around. You Throwing a and there
1: raccoons in that movie. If I get him, if I
0: get Max to talk about weekend at Bernie's, we throw in some hats for the kids <laughs> in the dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Max, if it is your first time listening to the show, it's not your first time. You listen to it all the time, but for everybody else, please make sure that you head on over to Spotify, Apple Podcast, whatever podcast platform you're on. Click that little subscribe or follow button. Leave us a review. We need it. It's how we get through our day. Additionally, check out all of our social media channels. There's a little different flavor on each one, especially TikTok. We got some great stuff on there at Buzz in the Tower or go to our website, buzzinthetower.com, where you can pick up officially licensed merch and become a part of the team. If you really want to become a part of the team, if you really want to be a co-pilot and understand what goes through our heads when we pick topics like weekend at Bernie's, then you need to become a Patreon. Yeah. Go to patreon.com slash buzz in the tower. You can start off at Goose, Iceman, or Maverick, very low entry fee, three dollars a month to five dollars a yeah, month. Yeah, if you
1: pay for the year, it's like twenty eight bucks. It's
0: nothing. It's, yeah. it's 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 small change for it's someone a pair of underwear. For someone who's going to their boss's house, yeah. Labor Day weekend for the Hamptons, small dollars, Yeah. small dollars. Man. Yeah. Small dollars. <laughs> Am I forgetting anything? Is there anything else that I want to say you want to say?
1: Uh, Voluptuous Cannibal also likes carrot cake.
0: There you go. Glad we brought that up.
1: <laughs> She's one of our fans.
0: She is one of our fans. She's you, fantastic. You said carrot
1: cake was your favorite. It is my faves. You got to learn my favorite from, <laughs> from being a, a Patreon. I've <laughs> yet to do It's
0: weird. We didn't get anybody pouring as a Patreon after we threw that out there. So that's really odd. <laughs> I what
1: kind of cake he does like? I
0: don't know, Max. <laughs> So we decided last week we did an episode about our favorite cars, vehicles yep. in 80s movies and you picked the <laughs>
1: Easy the, Go Marathon Porsche Replica uh, Go Kart.
0: As a result of that started talking about everything Weekend at Bernie's and I made the the stupid comment. I said, can we do an episode on Weekend at Bernie's and you lit up like a Christmas tree. I was going
1: to suggest it to you but I thought you'd stomp me down. No. Because, yeah. And then we were talking
0: about our topic for this week and I'm, and I'm actually kind of glad because for those of you that don't know it is Sunday afternoon Eastern Standard Time roughly about 5 o'clock and I spent my day at the lions eagles game that <laughs> they yeah they oh my lions yeah so i need i need weekend at bernie's to get me past how i feel how about did campbell look uh he is you know i have a campbell bobblehead that's saw it's it's awesome does, it's going to does my, it it's push-ups going to my and beat up people no it bites kneecaps it's really really great <laughs> it doesn't
1: matter if there's three toes the, and the, one the, hard, the,
0: the, the hardest thing about being a lions fan is that this year more than any other year I actually do feel like we just have to be patient because next year's the year. But I've been saying next year's the year. I'm 43 years old for 42 years. I yeah. came out of my mom saying next year's the year. <laughs> it's like the unbelievable Lions fandom.
1: The last time you made the NFC championship game was 1992. I'm right? aware. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's 30 years.
0: Next, the Lions have not won a playoff game since then. And they've only won one in the history of the franchise. They've won world championships prior to the actual current day NFL.
1: So you need to write a movie. That deals with the Lions. I, I
0: already know. So, so when we when we did yeah, our god, episode, when we did our episode on this is Major, like Major League. League, yeah, this is Major League, and we learned about how the writer of Major League was basically just a huge Cleveland fan who wrote this like fantasy about yes, what it C. would D. be Ward, like. I think. So you know Key and Peel, right? Oh my god, I love Key and Peel. So Keegan Michael Key, he is from Michigan and a huge Lions fan. I've seen him on the sideline at games before, so I yeah. feel like if I wrote the script for this and I could get it to him, he'd be like, absolutely, because anyone who grew up in Michigan. They know this unique special pain that I'm going through right now. And Get it's Axel incredible. Folian,
1: too. They're doing oh Beverly Hills God. Cops 4 right I know, now. I know. Judd Reinhold looks rough. Uh,
0: he does. But I'm glad they're both in it. But they're both going to be in it. I'm yeah. just happy they're both in it. So, yeah. All right, Max. That all being said, Weekend at Bernie's is the one thing I was looking forward to <laughs> this weekend. This weekend. I think we should I th- I preface this by saying this is one of those movies that on paper makes no sense watching it makes no sense. But like you and I are are, are we just giggle like schoolgirls every time we talk about this. There's only two things in the world that really make me nonsensic nonsensically? Is that a word? Yeah. Laugh and giggle. A and a it's little this bishu? it no, that doesn't make me giggle. I wouldn't call <laughs> it, it a giggle. That makes out. me it makes me sweat. Um <laughs> it's this movie and then when we talk about Philip Bombay from Back to School.
1: I'm outraged. I'm satisfied.
0: I'm outraged. Oh Philip. You brought this to my attention earlier that every time I imitate, I say, "Oh, Philip," I'm <laughs> saying I'm saying it with his accent. So it's like it should be someone else saying it's it's his accent is the most fun to make fun of. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's just so upright, Miss, but- Mr. Melon. <laughs> he's he's just so pomp and yeah, yeah, I
1: love it. But this movie, so it has everything. I thought about this actually. What kind of movie is it? Yes, it's outrageous. And yes, it's bad as a like a structural plot. Like you wouldn't show this to people writing scripts. You're Elevator
0: like, pitch me on Weekend at Bernie's.
1: Elevator pitch you? Uh someone <laughs> God. So someone's boss, someone's boss died, and you're. No, to- I don't want to. You're giving me a plot synopsis.
0: I want two sentences. I, you you're in okay. the elevator w- w- at MGM, and you are gonna right now elevator pitch me. What do you even say to sell me on this smoking, steaming pile of crap?
1: Eighties excess, Charlie Chaplin level eighties. Glorification of
0: comedy. Thank God you don't elevator pitch. No. I would simply say... (laughs) What? I can't even say... Philip. (laughs) Philip, I'm outraged. (laughs) Two guys, a scamp of a con man and a hard worker, find their boss dead, but to keep the party going... Keep it alive.
1: <laughs> okay, that's really good. That's it, right? Yeah, yeah, And it's absurd. But it's so much more than that. It's a summer movie. I didn't realize it takes place over Labor Day. Oh, yeah. So it just happened, basically. It's Absolutely. the right time of year for it. It
0: is the perfect time of year. It's
1: a being screwed by your boss movie, which we can all relate to. you know what I mean? Like the terrible boss who's also pinning... Them for the you know scandal that he's doing is a little
0: bit of romance and he's
1: murdering that he wants to murder them yeah it's being awkward with a girl you like kind of movie and sure. not fully getting it yeah. it's a buddy comedy it is a great buddy comedy it's physical comedy and it's the very cool excess of the eighties too
0: Max according to IMDb it's about two young men <laughs> who are trying to make their way in a corporation <laughs> one using their charm the other using hard work when they go to the, <laughs> when they go to the president Bernie Lomax with a serious financial error on a printout. He pretends to be thrilled and invites them to his beach house for the weekend in the Hamptons. He actually plans on having them killed. Bernie is also fooling around with the girlfriend of his mafia partner. Very stupidly. Very stupidly. And when the partner has Bernie killed, the boys end up having to pretend that Bernie is still alive as the frustrated hitman who killed Bernie tries time and time again <laughs> to complete the job.
1: <laughs> Some like it hot! The fact that, oh, like, yeah. that Bernie like does alive things while he's dead has any movie even tried this in the 80s 90s or 2000s I before
0: we before we go into what i assume is going to be just an insane amount of crazy facts and information that you found one way or another i went this deep movie. diving i don't I, think I, i'm worked, not surprised I don't,
1: I don't think i've ever worked harder in my entire I've life really, I, I put seven days into this movie no like seven hours that's
0: great yeah. let's talk about who wrote it, who directed it, and who starred in it. Yep. So let's start right at the top. It was directed by Ted Kotcheff. Yep. <laughs> Tell me about
1: Ted Kotcheff, Max. <laughs> I didn't know this. He produced 264 episodes of Law & Order SVU. Sure. Dun, dun. Right? Is that the noise? Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So, I mean, like, he knows how to captivate an audience. Uh, he directed First Blood. So. Madness. Yeah. <laughs> Let,
0: I just, I just want to take... I was waiting for you to get to that. I just want to... I want to pause for a second. Yep. First Blood... Real movie. And for those out there who have never seen any of the Rambo movies, you have to understand First Blood It's by itself. Is it, so unique. It's not it, it really feels it's almost not, like
1: it's not part of the series, really. It's not
0: really. And also on top of the fact that it's a real movie, the perspective how it was shot was so unique. You know, showing it as this guy being chased around. Yeah, you
1: barely see him. Right. That started the whole action movie thing, like you show the hero very little, and it's more like kind of the aura of him, the yeah. John Wick. And then it's yeah. building up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That guy directed First Blood, and then said, hold my beer, and (laughs) went to Weekend at Bernie's.
1: So he had some other epic movies, Fun with Dick and Jane in the 70s, North Dallas 40, Uncommon Valor, uh, Split Image, which i never heard of, Winter People, and Switching Channels. Yeah. So
0: And Weekend at Bernie's. And
1: he's also you know he stars in this movie. And weekend at Bernie's? He's uh he's Richard's dad. No way he is. The guy in his underwear yeah. scratching his stomach. It, I had no idea isn't that's amazing. Incredible? Best cameo ever. Yeah, right. I'm
0: already impressed with the little <laughs> things that you found. That makes me so happy. He's
1: so annoyed too. He's a great dad. Yeah. Let's talk about who wrote this movie. Oh, Robert Klan? Is it? I say? think it's I think it's Klain. Klain. I think it's Clane. McLean. <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> so he wrote 10 episodes of Tracy Takes On, which was a really funny show where The Simpsons. I were. loved, yeah, I was yeah. I
0: love Tracy Takes On.
1: You know what else he wrote,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Freaking National Lampoon's <laughs> European Vacation. There it is. Na- I mean, that's. Uh- I want to meet this guy. He also wrote Weekend at Bernie's, too, so let's just take a deep breath okay, on that. Yeah. When you think of the 80s and what was going on, you had a lot of people with a lot of talent who were doing different projects. European vacation, highly underrated. A lot of people think it's a stinker. I think it's quite funny. I loved it. But I also, signed me up for Clark and, yeah, and yeah, Alan. Yeah. you know?
1: <laughs> so them in the little uh, hostel is always funny with the bathtub. Oh, the best. Yeah, the it's best. very Weekend at Bernie's. It is. A, it's, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very. But the cast is kind of loaded, too. So you got Andrew McCarthy, who we freaking love, and. Well, not- well
0: let's let's slow down you you don't like him no no i like andrew mccarthy you pray at his altar because of one movie which i know we mentioned Vatican. last week you're too I, I think i said this last week i want to make sure i say it the right way if somebody called me and said and you were single which you're not obviously but yep. if you were single and said i want to date your friend max tell me who he is in a nutshell i'd be like no no baby this is me in a nutshell i'm sorry <laughs> just kidding a little austin powers for yeah you. i love austin i would say that the best way to tell people who you are is to tell them what your two favorite movies are from the 80s and it's Mannequin and Weekend at Bernie's. Yep. <laughs> so you 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 would put those on the pedestal above everything else. Yep, pretty much. That's amazing to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Andrew McCarthy. I'm just going to go to the high hits, but I mean, St. Elmo's Fire. Pretty, pretty in Pink, Pink, Pink. Uh, mannequin. I can't believe I have to say Mannequin <laughs> in that list, but that's okay. Weekend at Bernie's. Um, he was in some episodes of Tales from the Crypt. He was, of course. Less in, than zero, we, man. I'm, I'm getting there. I skipped it. Sorry. Yeah. Less than <laughs> <Yeah>. zero. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm getting there. No, I skipped we, it. Weekend at Bernie's
0: too. I can't forget that no. I mean and then Andrew McCarthy heartthrob of the 80s great for sure. head of hair I, yeah. think,
1: I think Boy Meets World wouldn't exist without Andrew McCarthy Ooh, I yeah. like that. That's interesting. that middle part hair
0: now let's move over to Jonathan Silverman
1: Underrated actor.
0: Well, you know, he was in... He had small roles in Little Things. He had Caddyshack 2. Caddyshack 2 was not a small role. He was the lead in Caddyshack. <laughs> crappy Shack 2. <laughs> it is kind of odd that his career didn't take off more than it did. So
1: he got market corrected by the guy who played the Hebrew Hammer and the Jew in uh, Saving Private Ryan. I oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he, like, yeah. took the mantle of, like, the nervous, neurotic, tall, semi-good-looking Well, Jew. no,
0: and you know who the other guy is that was more, I guess, like... Jeff mo- Goldblum? No, Goldblum is the OG. Yeah. Um, remember the guy in Dazed and Confused? That's really... Who I think kind of took his market share. yeah. Uh, yeah. His name is Adam Goldberg, the actress. I mean, <laughs> right? Nice. They're all Jewish names, but he played Mike, the guy who got like pissed off in the park and yeah. like or with their bonfire and like fought the other guy. But he was like this neurotic, thin, dark haired Jewish kid. Yeah, yeah. Jason Silverman. I mean, he's a fun Jonathan Zin- Silverman. Jonathan Silverman. He's a fun Zanuns.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me a little bit yeah. of caddyshack too. They have great chemistry. Great chemistry. Straight man and like I I let me tell you something.
0: All the things that they're bringing back, yeah. if they did a Weekend at Bernie's 3 today with both of them, I'm in. Yeah. It'd be absolutely hilarious to me.
1: This plot is, you could do this in any decade. It doesn't matter.
0: Outside of Weekend at Bernie's 2, Weekend at Bernie's 1, and what are we missing? What else was Girls just in?
1: want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. He's really creepy. <laughs> Let me tune into Tokyo.
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> God, yeah. that oh, doesn't Jesus. age well. Yep. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
1: <laughs> the things I got away
0: with. Gwen Saunders, the love interest, is played by Catherine Mary Stewart, who you, of course, would remember her from being the female love interest in The Last Starfighter. Yeah. And our boy over at Retro Life for You did an interview with
1: her. So cool. So cool. And she's stunning in this movie, but she's like obtainable stunning. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. like, OK, I get it. She's in college. Sure.
0: Yeah. And then I don't need to talk about anybody else other than we got to talk about Bernie Lomax.
1: So so what makes Bernie so perfect is Terry Kisser is fantastic in this role. But he's never in anything else, so I don't know him iconically as anything else. He's just, he's Bernie to me forever. Dude, he was in Manimal.
0: <laughs> yeah. Different strokes, he was a burglar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He, uh, I don't know. He was in some
0: episode as a burglar. He was in Chips. I mean, he's a classically trained TV actor. I mean, He had tons of different like TV show things.
1: All-time mustache, too. Oh,
0: great mustache. I will tell you, he really, for me, makes the movie. When you when you look at the physical comedy of this, Where, where we, did we have an episode like 10 episodes ago where you made a reference to him being a modern-day Ch- Charlie no, Chaplin? It's really such noticed. an outrageous statement, but there's li- there's a hint, when a they, smidgen of truth to When
1: that. they kill him the first time and he has that goofy smile on his face, he's like, <laughs> and then, he, then and goes down yeah. you're ready for the rest of the movie you yeah. like this guy can do anything it
0: is actually <laughs> if you really think about what he's doing and he has to stay totally still yep. and he can't like if you see him breathe did and- you
1: watch this whole time and see like does he look alive yes. at all and he's Dead, dead. He's dead.
0: It's really impressive how still he stands. And even when he's on the boat, we're we're jumping ahead a little bit, but (laughs) I don't think we need to talk about anybody else. Let's get into, let's go facts and then let's just walk through this glorious movie. Yeah, let's do it. What do you got, Max? Give me everything you have. I want it all.
1: Came out July 5th, 1989. Made 30.2 million. I thought it'd be more for as iconic as it is. Uh, Cost 15 million. A tight hour 37, which we like. We like a lot. Yeah. And I guess Andrew McCarthy was offered Richard, but he loved Larry. And this is a departure for him. He's usually the nice aw shucks guy. In movies, he's kind of the straight man, right? Him is kind of the slimy kind connie kind of guy. He's yeah, really yeah. good at it. He was great. I, I feel like great. he could have done more like that. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, and I love his like, I love his wardrobe too. That he's wearing the like the Converse with like the weird leg warmer socks. I don't know why he's wearing those in the middle of summer. But his chemistry with Jonathan Silverman is just fantastic. They're, they're
0: great. They're just so funny you there. you buy that they're you buy the the, the odd couple, right? Yep. Like do 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 so do. So
1: this is gonna blow your mind. Uh oh. So is your
0: first mind blower? Yes. You know we should have started called no Max's. Mind
1: blowers. <laughs> so before they were considered for the main lead roles, uh, this was pitched as a Corey's movie. Oh,
0: my God. Heyman Feldman?
1: Yes. <laughs> it would have been, would've been really so good. good. It would have been really good. <laughs> but they decided they were too young. Oh, man. <laughs> they would have been really they good. They could have been college interns. Oh. It could, it this was 89. This was Dream a Little Dream Them. Oh, man. This would have <laughs> revitalized their career. This, this could have saved Corey Hayman.
0: something really, really special. Yeah.
1: I mean, we said before, Bernie's house was built uh, for the movie. At the south end of the Fort Fisher Natural Recreation Area in North Carolina, but it was destroyed at the end of the movie. How do they do that? This should be like I would want to live there.
0: Well, you have to remember, interior shots may not have been in the house, so you get the exterior of the yep. house built, and they may not have used all of them. And plus, if you're just building a house out for those rooms, you don't need functional plumbing. You don't need like electrical. It,
1: g- give me this. Give me it. I know. <laughs> just, I'm I I like it.
0: I'm like killing it for you. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue.
1: <laughs> this was inspired by a very low budget 1983 Hindi movie called John B. He John. D. Yaro, from made in 1983. Sure.
0: I remember that great film.
1: <laughs> so I guess during filming, uh, Andrew McCarthy played a ton of board games and all the Monopoly stuff when he's playing with Bernie is improvised. The title's perfect. I don't think you'd want anything else. Like, I think that's what kind of stands the test of time. Originally was called Hot and Cold. They pitched Heat Wave and some like it hot. I think we get a Bernie's is the what, best.
0: One of the things I loved when we were looking at facts on this movie is that it's a garbage movie. So there isn't like a ton, but the ones that exist are great. And one of the, I thought one of the funniest things, have you seen that Friends episode that they were referencing? I Rachel's you favorite knows. movie. Rachel's favorite movie when they were playing, you know, trivia about Friends yeah. is Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah.
1: So they have Always Sunny in Philadelphia called back this movie, American Dad, The Simpsons, Family Guy.
0: How right? I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rick
1: and Morty. Remember Weekend at Dead Cat Ladies? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> what? Interdimensional cable. Yeah. I totally remember. Beavis
1: and Buttheads called it out too. But I guess the title is a lie. Isn't that weird?
0: Why is the title a lie?
1: It says Weekend at Bernie's. So they got into Bernie's house at 6.30 p.m. on Friday. The movie ends late Saturday afternoon. They didn't spend a whole weekend there.
0: Yeah, but technically Larry did because he stayed. Remember? They all left. It's not at Bernie,
1: but he's staying with Gwen. No,
0: no, no, no. Richard is staying with Gwen. They're
1: not not letting Larry stay at the house.
0: Yes, they are. Don't you remember at the very end what he said? Gwen says, he's going to stay with me. Do you want to stay with us too? And Richard shakes his head. Don't do it. You're not staying with us. And he goes, I'm just going to stick around here and keep an eye on Bernie's place. So it's implied he stays at Bernie's place for the weekend. but the
1: movie is not...
0: That's what you're hung up on? That's where that's where you drew the line. You're like, everything else in here is pretty much on point and realistic.
1: Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, John Cryer auditioned for both Larry and Richard. Could have been good in both. Oh, Richard. <laughs> oh, Billy. Roger Ebert hated this movie. Oh, I bet. <laughs> One star. And he said, their behavior not noticing is so idiotic, we can't take them seriously or care about what they do. Roger doesn't really get comedies that well, though. He like he said Tommy Boy stinks and some other things. and like Well,
0: look, Tommy Boy, while I love Tommy Boy, you can objectively look at Tommy Boy and be like, this isn't like- It's a, a- great movie. I know, Max. You're not the right person. <laughs> um, the bratty little kid in the film is Jason Walliner, who became a director and producer in television. a New Girl. New Girl, Funny or Die Presents, and Adult Swim. Action comedy series Eagle Heart starring Chris Elliott. He was really good. He was great in
1: this. So, Weekend on Bernie's lives on too because 2009, the rapper Trey Doe made the Bernie dance song. Have you seen that? I'm not. So, Is it
0: just him being like dead?
1: No, no. <laughs> so, it, I remember because, you know, I work at a bar where there's college kids. This song gets played all the time. And the song goes, first you got to get up in your drunk man's dance, let your neck loose, let your head go bopping. Now, bend your knees and bow and sweep or sway non stopping. It. <laughs> and it's like everyone does like the Weekend on Bernie's dance. That's great. Yeah. And by the way so if you want to know what to get me for my birthday
0: oh i'm always up for a gift suggestion so in G- you're, you're difficult to shop for sometimes i am
1: so in 2011 a real life weekend at bernie's happened <laughs> shut up robert young and mark robinoso found their friend jeffrey jarrett dead and took him out for a night of fun shut up using, I,
0: I don't accept this as fact. using
1: jarrett's credit card, strip clubs atm runs and they swore they didn't know he was dead and they were given two years probation and community service <laughs> So what am I giving you for your gift? Uh, Kill Paul. Yeah, I was going to say, come on. How, Paul's what, what? the weekend at Bernie's. Paul would be good. He's small, no. too. We can move him around. Jesus, can we move on, please? His kids would be sad. All
0: right. Are we ready to talk about the movie yes, now? You had to have made it weird, so I appreciate <laughs> that. Oh, good Lord. All right, Max. Um, This is a movie that we should be able to go through pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Three
1: minutes later.
0: So this movie starts as all 80s movies start. <laughs>
1: with the MGM lion?
0: Yeah, and with like a basic... Montage explaining the characters, which I yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't scoff at that. like I actually think it's like quite helpful.
1: but like the guy like, Uh, (laughs) oh you're getting too quick
0: here you're getting too quick here just slow down slow down all right so we we start we start off we start we start off with richard right so richard is like the on the up and up wearing the suit cares about his job nice neighborhood walk well because it's his dad's place but you don't know that you don't know that so he walks out of his dad's apartment as he gets out of his dad's apartment there's this like big guy with a big gut and a wife beater (laughs) spraying the sidewalk down he's like good morning right you know like whatever but like the slapstickness Starts immediately. <laughs> he sees the hot
1: girl. And he sees a the hot guy. girl,
0: and then accidentally turns around and sprays some guy who's like Philip. <laughs> I'm I am outraged. And then in classic eighties style, right, cuts to Larry, who's wrong side of town, jumpy area. Like there's graffiti all over the houses he's where he's at. Cigarettes. Yeah, and he's got shorts on, and he's
1: he doesn't have a briefcase. He has an I heart New York like plastic bag. Right, right. So <laughs> this is
0: like the two sides of New York, right? Yeah. Like there's the grummy, grimy side, and then there's like the nice, you know. Going to the Hampton yeah, side. Yeah,
1: and the song is Hot and Cold by Jermaine oh, Stewart. Oh, man. Some Like <laughs> It
0: Hot. I could listen to this song. I love that they almost named the movie Some Like It Hot. Maybe this should be my wedding song. This should be your <laughs> wedding song. I'm 100% on board with that. My first song. So you get to the corner where our friend Richard is waiting for Larry. Who of course is always late. This just you're, you're dropping yep. in their personality left and right.
1: Hey, you know right away who they are. Right,
0: and you got a heat wave going on. It's hot in New York. Oh yeah, it's, it's important. To know. Labor it's Day, Day weekend. weekend. Yeah, they get to the corner. They're walking together. They're on. The, they're going through. I assume that's Central Park. It is Central Park. They're walking through Central Park. They get mugged. <laughs> Getting mugged in Central Park is the most '80s movie thing ever.
1: With a gun, Crocodile Dundee, yeah. mugged in Central Park. Yeah. Like
0: everybody gets mugged in Central Park. And
1: they just go, it's too hot and walk away.
0: Not not they. Richard's terrified. Yeah, Larry is like, it's too hot for this and slaps his gun away. And <laughs> <laughs> just, wa- so you, you, uh, you're again, learning about these characters. Larry is the guy who like, he understands the underbelly of New York. Yeah. Richard is like, Philip, I'm outraged. <laughs> so, you're going to kill this for me. I'm the, I'm going to keep doing it forever. <laughs> I love it so much. So they're on their way. There's this one scene that is irrelevant to anyone else in the world, except for me. There are these already. Yeah. There's these kids that are playing with a fire hydrant yeah. that's partially cracked open. That's very New York. So this guy comes over and he's like, Hey, let me get that for you. Cause he's going to open it up so they can have more water. And when he opens it up, the sheer strength of the hydrant Knocks him back like 15 feet. Yeah. But then the kids five seconds later are like running their hands through it and the pressure's not even there.
1: So were you watching this with like a notepad and just like hmm?
0: No, I just it was just <laughs> I i noticed it because it's an example of just like It's the metaphor sla- for sla- the it's it's slap, it's, Yeah, it's <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Anyways, they're look, they're on their way to work. It's the weekend. Everybody else is enjoying their life and they're working on the weekend. Yeah,
1: no AC in the place.
0: No AC because they're cheap, which by the way, that's all businesses. Really? Like, you and I are sweating right now oh, yeah, because that's it's sunny day and they won't run the AC in here so they get to their big building they're going up to the whatever floor to get some work done on the weekend yep immediately again it's obvious who cares about their career and who doesn't Larry does not Larry wants to go to the beach yes he does he grabs all of Richard's paperwork that he's thumbing through. Which is
1: so Wall Street. It's this, like, so, laminate big piece of paper. It, it, it's, it's honestly, it's... <laughs> the printer had to be, like, the size of Bulgaria.
0: It's classic frozen orange juice. Like, I don't understand what they're doing. No. I don't know what their job is. We don't know anything about it. You don't see it.
1: anything they're looking at, actually. Nothing. They, they don't show us. Absolutely nothing.
0: <laughs> so, they go... When they say, we're going to go to the beach, you assume they're going to the beach, but they really just go to the top roof of this building very tarry very tarry so it's (laughs) so hot out that the tar is like melting so while they're up there i think larry says you know can i go in the water and richard's like i don't know you just (laughs) ate and they have a baby pool yeah so they go into the baby pool and for larry he's just there because he feels like he has to be there he's not really contributing no he's a dreamer yeah he's in the pool he might be the guy from mannequin could be (laughs) richard on the other hand discovers a discrepancy. Yes. And that discrepancy, I'll just give you a little spoiler alert. What he basically finds, it turns out they work for an insurance company and he finds out that checks were cut on insurance policies multiple times for the same person that didn't exist. Yep. Two million dollars. Yeah. So someone embezzled two million dollars. So for them, this is big, right? They're working their way up the corporate ladder. They're going to bring this to their boss's attention. Everything is going to change. Yeah. This is going to be their ticket out of uh, purgatory and having to work on the weekends. So they head into work on Monday and they're ready. They're going to have their big meeting with Bernie Lomax, their boss. While they're walking in, the summer intern, Gwen, Gwen goes by. And again, you see the personality here. Like, Larry is like, go for, go it. for it, right? Yeah. And Richard's like, oh, I don't know. I'm not ready to and do it. And then there's a
1: cramped elevator scene. Always Cramped a
0: good- <laughs> elevator scene. <laughs> they just scene.
1: play it. The- Sometimes, you know, when people play the hits, it's because they're hits. Yeah, they work, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: And then is it... Is it that scene where you get the dead aunt or is that later?
1: Uh, it's when they come out of, <laughs> out, of the, out of the elevator. Go ahead and
0: tell tell their tell their interaction story.
1: So Larry's trying to get Richard to talk to Gwen. He finally pushed him. He's like, fine, I'll do it. And he goes up to Gwen. He goes silent. And you're like, oh, God, say something. You know, it's really long. And he goes, my aunt is very sick. <laughs> <laughs> and she just looks horrified. And he walks off. And Larry is trying to like save it. He wants to be like. And he's got nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> and it, the best part is Jonathan Silverman goes, I don't even have an aunt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. So after the first disaster of a meeting that they have, you then have a second opportunity for Richard and Gwen. Larry pushes them in the elevator. And this is before their meeting with Bernie. And he lands the date. So he's kind of coming off. On top of the world from landing yeah. a date with her, so they then get the phone call from Bernie Lomax's executive assistant who says, "Mr. Lomax is ready to see you." Yep. They head into the office to go talk to him. This is it. I mean, this is their big moment, right? So great go- office too. It's a great office. So they walk into his office, they sit down. He says, "All right, what do you got for me, guys?" As soon as they start talking, he gets up and goes to the bathroom, which I assume, based on how I perceived the entire scene, was to go and use cocaine. Yeah, probably. He comes back out like sniffing and rubbing his nose, and he was only in there for a few seconds. So he couldn't no sm- possibly have <laughs> <opede>. peed.
1: <laughs> no smoking in here. Yeah, he's he also sees like. long weird
0: cigarettes and then yeah Larry wants to light up a cigarette and he's like no smoking in here (laughs) so they hand over the information to Bernie which is covered in tar from when they were on the roof and Bernie is kind of like wow like guys good job it was great job but then as Larry is like well you know I worked really hard on finding this da 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 he's like well wait what about this? Did you think about this? This is a mistake. Why didn't you double check it? And he's like terrified, and he's like, "Well, that was actually Richard's part." Yeah. The banter between the two of them, how they're constantly deflecting to each other, is part of what's charming about this movie.
1: It's just fast. It's fun. It's
0: very quick. So Richard then comes and shows him, no, like this is legit. Yeah, Somebody and, like, stole policies, two million dollars. The policies
1: were cut after the person died. Right. Like they like reissued them. It Correct. Like, Correct.
0: Yeah. So Bernie knows that. Oh gosh, these guys have found it. At this point in the movie, you don't know that Bernie's a bad guy. You don't know. No. Yeah. Bernie's like, guys, this is going to be big. And he puts uh, his arms around him. He's like fellas coming to my house coming to my house so they, they're they gotta they gotta go over these numbers bernie says we gotta go over these numbers we gotta decide you know really dig into this um why don't we work this weekend and why don't you guys head on up to my place in the hamptons talk to my assistant she'll tell you how to get there you're gonna take a ferry dah, 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 dah. this ends the scene and the two of them are like we've done it Yep. Jack, jackpot. We're ready to go. High fives. So you have this kind of parallel story going on. You've got their career, the rise of their career. Yeah. Plus, you have like Gwen accepting going on a date this with This is a
1: slice of life movie. It's it, very important. It's, it's really, it's really important. It's layered. It's beautiful. It's a seven-layer seven cake of emotion.
0: So what's additionally hilarious to me is the minute that they conclude the meeting where he has his arms around both of them yeah. and he's like, you know, this is a big <laughs> deal... It immediately cuts to classic offensive Italian stereotype mafia dinner. Yep. Where he's looking at this guy, he's like, You gotta kill them. <laughs> we
1: gotta kill these two guys. And the mafia guy like can't pronounce any of the food. Right. Like he's like creme brulee. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then he he also is like, you know, we don't do that anymore. So at the table, you've got the mafia guy, you've got his hitman, Vali. and then you have his helper. Yep. I'm helpers only where can come with and his girlfriend. Yeah. His girlfriend <laughs> who's is is also
1: ha- from Friday the 13th part three. Really? Yeah. Oh,
0: look at that poll. Yeah. His girlfriend underneath the table with her shoe off footsie. is playing footsie with Bernie. So apparently those two are having an affair with yep. each other while this is all going on. Bernie's like, I've got a plan. This is how we're going to kill them. They're yeah. coming up to my place in the Hamptons. I'll make a note, leave money out. It'll look like it was them that embezzled it. We're good to go. While this is going on, they're having their conversation. She continues to flirt with him and he's like, all right, I got to go. Bernie Gets up, he's like, I gotta go. We'll get this all set. we ready to go. And then
1: the girlfriend Tina is like, I gotta powder my, my nose, nose and like, kisses oh, him. Oh, god!
0: Yeah. So he knows that she's fooling around with him, yeah. And then he looks over to Polly and his other guy, and he's like, We gotta kill Bernie, yeah. So you know what? It, again, it's not a deep plot, it's not hard a, to follow. A
1: double murder plan where someone who thinks they're gonna murder two the people is, is actually getting murdered. There you go. The that's old actually kind of that's layered, it's layered
0: a little bit. The seven layer nacho, so. I also think it's incredibly cocky on his behalf that this girl follows Bernie out to his car where she like mounts him on the side of the car and is like, oh, I guess nobody will see this. So she's like, I need to see you, Bernie, baby. I need to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bernie. (laughs) Oh, Billy. I can't not <laughs> she, think of Cable Guy when she says, oh, Bernie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's like a Long Island girl. This She's
0: way. a super yeah. Long Island girl. So they are outside and he says, all right, I got a plan. Come over to the house at like nine o'clock. Use my key. Let yourself in. I'll be there and we'll see each other. That's called foreshadowing. Big time. Big time foreshadowing. So cuts from this beautiful mafia dinner to the
1: date. A good old Jewish Chinese restaurant. So
0: Richard and Gwen are on their wonderful date with each other. What was it called? Like matzah and
1: something it's two h's hymens and hymens
0: hymens or something yeah Yeah, not hymens (laughs) so the date's going really well yeah better than expected and he
1: she's like why didn't you ask me out earlier right
0: and he it's funny because he just effortlessly falls into these absurd concocted lies that are unnecessary for (laughs) the most part but again this is the slapstick charlie chaplin nature of what's going on so it's going really well and they want the night to continue she's got five roommates they're all doing their hair can't go to her place so he is like uh yeah yeah we can go to my place yeah this is seems <laughs> really funny. So it's very
1: Mikey and swingers. <laughs> it is. So
0: they go. They go to his house, which is his dad's house. Yep. So he goes in. He's walking on tiptoes. He's whispering. I am whispering very very uh the neighbor upstairs gets very upset when they hear a lot of noise thin walls am i whispering thin walls thin walls. well she
1: did say she would rather die than live with her parents yes yeah so the, the,
0: you know, yeah it's we funny both would have done this i have to tell you like talking about this movie is humiliating like as we sit here and go like i feel like you and i are above i actually feel like you and i are above this movie nope. and i know you don't feel that way but we're sitting here giving like a diagnostic like oh the thin walls thin yeah. walls it's okay <laughs> so as they continue to walk through the apartment they sit down more more lies she's like oh i love your apartment it looks so like my parents are
1: dead
2: yeah
0: (laughs) he just makes up outrageous lies so they start making out on the couch he turns the light off and then his dad who apparently was the director of this movie which is wild walks into the kitchen goes to the to the refrigerator to get something to drink makes up that is his butler and then he's like oh i'm so sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you and he what is his name monroe
1: yeah he's like monroe set set the clothes out for tomorrow
0: how about i lay know lay out my suit for tomorrow he's like oh i'll lay you out yeah and then he leaves and gwen is like you let your butler talk to you that way <laughs> and he doesn't he say like oh he's a veteran yeah he's got a metal plate in his head <laughs> movies i can't even say this with a straight face max it's quality so gwen knows that this is obviously like bull crap out it's over like there's there's other parts in this too where she's like we have such a nice apartment you know i really appreciate some guys try to impress you you took me to that dump that we went to for dinner and he's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's why i did that (laughs) so the so she leaves disgusted we then cut to the next morning where bernie has arrived at his island paradise on
1: his boat which is called premium
0: yes (laughs) I thought it was Prometheus at first when I saw it. I was like, no, it's not. No, it's
1: the precursor to the Alien That's movies. what I thought,
0: right? You never know, Bernie. It's
1: a, it's a Glastron GX-236 Of course it is. You would know that. <laughs> so as Bernie moves through the island, he- He's tipping everybody. Yep. He's yep. like, buy yourself a girlfriend.
0: And he gets into his infamous
1: oh, the, the, golf cart. Yeah, the golf oh, cart. Yeah, that yeah. you love. He gets yeah. into his golf cart. Yes, he does.
0: Polly arrives shortly after this and gives a call to Bernie.
1: In a Don Johnson outfit for some yeah,
0: reason. Yeah, big time Don Johnson <laughs> outfit. And also when Bernie's coming to his house, like he- He's got some like landscaping guy that he didn't pay and kind was of living under it, his like. house. Yeah, it was weird. It was very weird. He's got a gardener, and anyway, so Polly calls him and Bernie. I guess there was a concern that they were on a secured line, but Bernie's basically like,
1: "I want to murder this guy." Like,
0: we got to murder him. I've got the letter ready, but he doesn't realize. We find out later that all of this was on his answering machine and it was recording. This is back in the eighties; people had answering machines, which is great. Yep. So Larry and Richard have their packed bag. They get to the ferry. They think they're about to miss the ferry, so they're running as fast as they can. They jump off the dock onto the ferry. Only lap stick away to find out that the ferry's just pulling up to the dock so they weren't really needing to rush The laugh a minute it's really great stuff so they get on the ferry. Fa- it's a laugh a minute so they get on the ferry everybody's partying on the ferry right this is just party 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 Richard has sat next to some older woman who he's talking to Larry's out trying to just find girls yep. like he's just ready to party they get to the island it cuts to Polly showing up at Bernie's yes <laughs> Max take this this is your favorite scene in the movie go ahead
1: so i I mean, he's basically just trying to plan out the murder with uh, Polly, and Polly takes out a needle and syringes, <laughs> Bernie in the butt. Bernie has the like goofiest smile, like, <sighs> and collapses so like gently and lightly in the chair, instantly dead. They put the sunglasses on him. Polly takes out some drugs yeah. and the needle, puts it in his pocket. So. I have. A- only jacket, I think? Yeah. Okay. I have a spicy take. Is this the funniest death in movie history? I don't know. What's funnier? Murder's usually not that funny. No,
0: it's not. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. I don't know if it's the funniest death ever. It's just so funny. You, you for I believe you think it's the funniest death ever. But and, from, remember, and also, too, like the funny thing with Polly. he's dressed like Don Johnson, but after he kills him, he takes out the, the little thing. priest outfit yeah. and puts it on underneath his shirt. Yeah. So he's now sitting with his sunglasses in his leather chair at his office and he's dead. Yeah. And Pauly has no reason to think he's not dead because he just injected him with what I assume was enough poison to kill a horse i think heroin you
1: think yeah could be yeah that makes a Heroin's od cause he wants to plant the od all right yeah, yeah, all right yeah, yeah,
0: yeah sure makes sense so richard and larry show up at the house yep they're like hey do you know where bernie lomax they're on the beach they ask a lifeguard hey do you know where bernie lomax's house is and they bring him up to the house before we get into that part of the story because we're about halfway through the movie now why don't we stop real quick weekend at bernie style and have a quick note from our sponsors Buzz in the Towers, also brought to you by Adobe Real Estate. You can find them at weardobe.com. I mentioned earlier that the Dream House, Bernie Lomax's place in the Hamptons, is it's a it's an amazing house. It's really cool. It's really cool. They built it just for the movie and then, and then they, they tore they it, destroyed down. it I know, which is incredible to me. If you want to live like that, if that's the house that you want. Who doesn't? Uh, right? Go to Adobe Real Estate. It's so important to find the right real estate agents to make sure that you're not just finding the house you want, but not overpaying for it. And then in Bernie's case, I assume the estate had to probably sell the house because he obviously was murdered. So when you're trying to find someone, hopefully not under the pretense of murder, to sell your house, reach out to Simon and his team. They have the best agents, the best marketing, and they love Weekend at Bernie's. So, I mean, where, where can you possibly go wrong in that equation? They like it hot. And some like it cold. <laughs> $400 million in sales in 2021, 1,000 homes sold. Reach out today, tell them Buzz in the Tower sent you, and get ready for the best home buying or home selling experience that you've ever had. So they get to Bernie's house and they decide that they're going to just let themselves in.
1: And they're blown away. There's a heated blown pool. away. Oh my
0: gosh, the 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 architecture of the
1: house. It's There's like huge. a conversation pit but 80s style. There's right. lots of teal, pink, very kind of it's this is how you would decorate your beach house. Yeah, it's very dated. It's a, it's a square too, which is a very kind of strange shape for a beach house. You're a strange shape for a beach house? I'm oblong.
0: So while they're in there Larry is all about everything that's going on. Yeah. Richard's still like a little whiny until bouncing blonde beauty, Tawny, yep. skips into the house. Tawny's Can also Did I borrow the boat? So Tawny was actually played by Eloise Brody and she was in To Die For, Troop Beverly Hills, Don't Mess with the Zohan. No, 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 no. no. And Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps. Yeah, she's always the blonde. She's always the blonde. She's so good looking. She's really pretty. Yeah. So she comes in there and that's when Larry turns to Richard, and is like, you you still mad we came? And he's like, nah. No, I was wrong. This is great. <laughs> So they're checking out the house. They they look in the refrigerator. They've got champagne in the Larry fridge. Larry already pops a bottle of
1: champagne. Larry
0: doesn't care. Larry is like already it's very clear that Larry doesn't care about
1: anything. So interesting insight though. Uh Larry lays on the couch and Richard's like, "Hey, we got to work hard." And he, Larry goes, "My dad worked hard all his life and they just showed him the door at the end." little bit of insight that his dad never got anything for working so he's gonna live his life to the fullest yeah so kind of
0: like more get char- deep get deep on i don't know i'm sorry i'm sure it <laughs> did because it's you that's why it resonated <laughs> with you because you're like i'll show you dad i'm gonna be a bartender and squeeze lemons
1: well, no my dad enjoys work i just like pouring liquid does he enjoy cup.
0: he enjoys you and his family does he really enjoy work i think
1: he he enjoys being in control of things yeah yeah yeah
0: I don't know. Is that creepy? I don't know. You're a weirdo. Does he enjoy strong women with big dogs? Yes, he does. What do you think I got it from? I, I have no idea. No <laughs> clue. So they, uh, they he cracks a bottle of champagne. They're trying to find Bernie. They're going all over the place. They're like, Bernie, where are you? So they see the back of his head. He's yep. sitting in his leather chair.
1: Maybe he's meditating. Yeah. They're like, Bernie. Oh,
0: man, he's all partied out. So they, don't they, slap your boss's head. They have the first... <laughs> One arm around each shoulder moment, which the first of many wonderful (laughs) moments, they pick him up. This is the the hilarity of this is... Oh, this is going to sound so creepy, but bear with me. Okay. Moving a human body is not easy. One that is like out cold yeah. and not not able to provide you any support whatsoever. You've done it. So we have to do with fire training. We have to do with mannequins all the time. Yeah, but so
1: you've pulled real bodies. I right? have.
0: Well, not not this unconscious. No. Okay. Not like totally out. Oh. But we've done mannequins and it's hard. Like it's. I mean, you assume he's got to be. I know not from the movie <gasps> mannequin, but you assume you assume Bernie's what like one hundred and seventy five pounds. No, he's light.
1: In this movie, he's got to be like five five.
0: Okay, so let's say it's 150 pounds. Yeah. That's still 150 pounds of dead weight. Yeah, that's true. And so they're tripping all over each other, flipping them on the chair. So Richard digs into his pocket, finds the drugs, yep. finds the needle, <laughs> takes out his sunglasses, puts it under his nose to see if there's any like breathing going Very on. Very Sherlock Holmes of him. Very much. Then uh, <laughs> they takes his wrist for a pulse. Yep. And they're like, oh my God, like he's dead. What are we going to do?
1: Larry's like, why me? Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> While this is happening, all of a sudden, one of the drunk kind of beach goers opens the door and comes in
1: moving party. Yeah, exactly.
0: And what they both are stunned to find (laughs) the entire premise of this movie is that all these people are floating in and out of his house with no idea that Bernie Lomax is dead.
1: Yeah. There's the Porsche, the guy who wants the Porsche, the tennis instructor who wants to buy his Porsche.
0: And then like someone comes in and like accidentally sits on Bernie's hand and and she's like, Oh Bernie. Yeah, Yeah. So while this is happening, there's two different reactions going on. Larry, you can see the wheels turning. Yep. Richard is disgusted. Yep. Absolutely disgusted. So this whole sequence of this party goes on for I don't know how long. It seems like it's quite a while.
1: The to- totally tubular torso dude. Yeah, really the two f-
0: personal trainers taz massaging, massaging really, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, they're like giving him like a I've never a,
1: seen you this loose, Bernie.
0: Then some woman <laughs> who is like obviously like either romantically involved or looking just Looking drug yeah, looking for drugs, Thanks, says Bernie. Bernie, you got something for me yeah. and starts digging around his pockets and finds the drugs. So Richard's had enough. He he sees this going on. He's like, I'm calling the police. He picks up the phone to call the police. And Larry's like, Wait, 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 hold on. Yeah. (laughs) This is me you trying to convince me that this is somehow okay. Larry frantically is trying to convince Richard that no no listen. This can work. We can do this. And Richard's like, You are you're a sick, sick person. Like, what what is wrong with you? So while he's on the phone, which by the way, in this entire movie. Richard calls the police like twelve Third, times, yeah. and every single time they're like, uh, like "Oh dear, never mind." Oh, <laughs> Philip, and hangs up the phone. So while this is happening, all of a sudden, Larry sees Gwen outside. I was like, "Wait a second, look over there!" And by the way, as much as we want to like bag on Larry for being the dirtbag of the two, all it took was Gwen for him to compromise all of his. Morals. These aren't great people. No,
1: yeah. they're really, they're really not great That's people. Why we get all. along with them so long?
0: Oh man, so Larry. Sits down next to Bernie and just starts the weekend of Bernie's (laughs) movie. Like, this is the start of the movie. Hey, buddy. Richard goes outside, apologizes to Gwen. I'm so sorry. This is so terrible. I, I feel awful about everything. All of the little intermediate scenes that are taking place in this movie are just slapstick fodder for what's going on with Bernie. Yep. Gwen tells Richard that she really wants to talk to Bernie and thank him. And Richard's like, ah, it's not a good idea. So Richard runs over to get Larry and says, we got to move Bernie now. Yeah. Gwen gets stopped by some creepy old guys that are hitting on her at the really party. Really creepy. So they put him up on their shoulders, uh, you know, the arms over the shoulders. Yep. He flops a couple times. All these people at the party are like, oh, that, that's Bernie, which yeah. again is... Wild to me that and the, that happened. The tennis
1: instructor, he nods forward for fifty thousand for his Porsche. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you're so happy." He even takes the sunglasses. I from. know, yeah. right?
0: And so then he he gets. This is where you made your joke about the eight point three, right? Yeah, they flip him over the side. So they're running him around. He gets flipped over the side. He hits the sand, and they're like, "Okay, we can leave him there for right now." Huge mistake.
1: <laughs> I feel like you remember the Simpsons where the pig gets launched and Homer's like, it's just a little airborne. It's still good. It's yes. still good. That's yes, Bernie. <laughs> that's Bernie.
0: So Bernie's laying on the sand underneath the deck and then Richard has had enough. But then Richard sees Gwen walking on the beach per Larry who shows him like, hey, go check that out. So they go on a beautiful romantic walk with each other and they go up a lighthouse and it's all romance it is. And, and they start making out. Well, um, no, no, it's
1: not all romance.
0: <laughs> he falls, more slapstick. R-
1: Richard gets uh, the, the, <laughs> lighthouse, right, right. the lighthouse light, <laughs> beams, beams him in the eye. eyes, and he falls down like six flights of stairs. <laughs> this movie is so ridiculous.
0: <laughs> is there? Is there, like, what is the stretch of time between, like, a, a physical gag? Uh,
1: like 45 seconds. I right? It's right? like yeah. every
0: minute, there's well, at least Bernie- some...
1: If Bernie's on screen, it's always a physical. okay. Oh, my God.
0: So he falls down the flight of stairs. They, they, they're obviously in love with each other because that's also every 80s movie. It takes one day to fall in no love. No
1: idea why she likes him. No idea.
0: They're making out on the beach. It's perfect. And then I have to tell you, <laughs> as, Bur- as much as I make fun of this movie and as much as I like genuinely <laughs> think Bernie it's crap, there are some moments where I'm like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. They're making out on the beach and the and the water is just softly moving. And Bernie Moonlight. Bernie yeah. just floats up onto the beach from the water. Face- Face forward (laughs) looking at them, and it's just it's perfect the comedic timing is perfect I imagine them filming that scene <laughs> having the days. best time that anybody's ever had shooting a scene before <laughs> because it was it's actually Bernie yeah so he had to have like laid still they probably had him tied to a rope and, and they they're like pulling them. him on oh, it. it was yeah. amazing so obviously Richard freaks out he's like nope this is all wrong we can't do this right now you need flowers you need romance so he runs back he then goes and gets uh Richard gets Larry and was like we gotta to go take care of our friend Bernie we got to get him
1: yeah so kind of funny story Larry was with a girl you know in a room. Oh, in the bedroom. That's yeah. right. They
0: were upstairs in the bedroom.
1: In the video and TV of this movie, that scene's cut out because in We Can Have Bernie's 2, Larry is a virgin.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's the most incredible fact ever.
1: That's so <laughs> the best fact ever. Who thought that like people would care about continuity errors? I know. I, I, can't, I can't watch this, Larry. I,
0: I am outraged. Larry's not a virgin, <laughs> mm. Philip.
1: So you need to stop. You're Look, gonna burn. Oh, you know what? Fine. I won't do that. No, we do it like once or twice. In the how, about, how, about how about some like, shorts oh, up, no, it. No, not oh, Bane.
0: We're gonna burn The darkness of Bernie.
1: I don't have things that annoy you. You, you have everything that annoys me. Everything you. that yeah. annoys me. Okay.
0: So they got to go get Bernie. They got to fish him out of the water. Yep. <laughs> so they fish him out of the water. He looks gross. He looks awful. He's covered in water. He probably Seaweed. weighs an extra hundred pounds. <laughs> so they bring him inside and they throw him in a bedroom. They're like, let's you know, throw him in a bedroom.
1: <laughs> it's coming.
0: This scene coming up, Max, has to be your favorite scene in the movie. Yes. Yeah. The mafia boss's girlfriend, who's Wasted. having the affair with Bernie, yeah. shows up wasted and furious yep you better not be with another woman like bangs open the door who are you guys
1: she grabs a knife yeah yeah
0: she's like if he's there with another woman i'll kill him richard and larry both have just totally come to terms with the fact that like okay playtime's over she's gonna go up there find bernie dead that's the end of it yeah perfect so she goes up there and you get this like really kind of cute music in the background And the elapsed time is like 15, 20 minutes. Does he make the comment like they've been up there for 20 minutes? What's going on? Why haven't the police come yet? She comes out of the bedroom and she's like, she's like, oochie coochie, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like singing and all happy. Lights a cigarette. Lays a cigarette, Comes downstairs and asks for some scotch. Yeah. And I think it was Larry that said,
1: did usually, Bernie- I, Usually I get yelled at when yeah. I just lay there. Yeah.
0: And doesn't Larry say like, did Bernie seem different to you? And she's like, nope. It's like, same old Bernie, <laughs> best, bird, ever, best ever. ever. And she- she leaves and it's funny because only in this movie do you accept that necrophilia just took place and it's okay
1: so this is a real thing though when it comes to the functionality of (laughs) it max it's called rigor it's called called rigor erectus which is technically (laughs) a primitism prime p-r-i-a-p-i-s-m prism I can't say it. I don't know, but, but I love that this, you look this, this up. This actually happens.
0: Yeah. This actually happens. So this movie so is- factually to accurate, a, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. This is a scientific movie. Yeah. So she makes love to her dead boyfriend one last time. While
1: the mob's second in command While the watches. Mobs,
0: yeah. So the mob's second in command is seeing all this happen. So then, of course, what does he do? He puts the call in.
1: You didn't kill him, Paulie. Yeah. yeah. So then- the, and the, But they said earlier, too, Pauly's been rusty on this stuff.
0: So they're exhausted at this point, And yeah. Larry's like- Richard, go to sleep. We'll figure it out in the morning. Larry's gonna go party. Yeah. <laughs> While he sleeps, right? I yep. mean, I, what is he sleep to like ten or eleven? They wake 1130. up thirty. Eleven thirty. The next morning, you start off again. This I I do I do have to tell you as much as this movie is garbage. <laughs> this is a really funny scene. You cut to they're on the deck by the pool, yeah. And these and he's playing he's playing Monopoly. Larry's playing Monopoly with Bernie. <laughs> yeah. He's like rolling Megan, the dice. making daiquiris. daiquiris These like women come by. They're like, hey Bernie, hey Larry. So Larry is already now ingrained himself in the culture of yep. the Hamptons. Like yep. everybody knows who he is. He waves, and then you see him pull a string, and Bernie's. Dan comes up and waves genius genius first time this is done in movies i i'm not aware of any yeah. other time this happened <laughs> richard wakes up with I, I think what i would call like a, a moral crisis hangover yeah. he's like i can't believe what's going on um in between all this paulie comes back they cut to Polly coming back to the island because he can't believe that bernie's still alive yeah. and he wants to go fix whatever's wrong so they get back to the island richard is now on the deck and when when <laughs> the look on richard's face when Larry shows him the string tied to Bernie's hand and then it's waving is incredible like it is pure disguise mortified like what are you doing I can't believe you're doing this so he's like I, that's it I'm calling the cops goes inside and then Gwen shows up the running gag of Gwen being the reason that he yeah. doesn't call the cops every time is perfect she wants to see Bernie he's, he's being right. he's like no he like, can't see you right now we're, we're working really hard we're in the middle of wheel, a lot of work they wheel him off the, off the edge and somehow hold on, hold on you missed the best part okay. so she's like you're lying and he's like you know what I'm gonna tell you the truth he's dead yeah and she's like what he's like you don't believe me let's go see him goes out on the deck and they're like where's bernie and <laughs> larry's like oh he went to go get some daiquiri what did he say daiquiri mix yeah he's like no he didn't he's dead he wheeled him off the deck onto the sand underneath the deck again
1: which when he does that, he hits Polly, and it seems like Bernie's attacking him,
0: which is a, <laughs> is more classic slapstick. So Polly like is, chokes him uh, out. Yeah, Polly's underneath there. Bernie flies on top of him. They have a physical <laughs> altercation. He chokes him out. This time, he is a hundred percent sure that he killed him. He heads back into the house because he wants to make that phone call to the police. But while he's doing that, he uncovers the answering machine with the message about kill the two idiots. Yeah. He then looks and $100, around $100, and hundred thousand dollars well, hundred thousand. While they discover the money, yeah, the note which is so inappropriate. The note the that Bur- the mo- the note that Bernie wrote <laughs> implied that Larry and Richard were lovers, and that the money they were stealing was so that Larry could get a sex change, which That's is all that Larry writing. cared about. Yeah. He's like, "I have a reputation to uphold," and and Richard's like, "There is no sex change." <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Oh my god! So now they realize, oh my God, like there's someone after us to kill us. And yep. this is where Larry intelligently spins the whole thing. Yeah. What is the one thing that we just learned from this? They won't kill us as long as we're with Bernie. Because in the, in the thing that Bernie says, wait until I'm gone. They don't know that the bad guys killed Bernie. Yeah. They assume that Bernie just OD'd. So the way for them to protect themselves from getting killed is to keep Bernie alive. It's pretty smart. And that's exactly what they do, Max. <laughs> so now their ticket to safety is Bernie and they go to look for him and they can't see him. He's nope. gone. They get underneath the deck and there's a little brat kid who has buried him in sand. (laughs)
1: The kid's such a jerk.
0: He's such a jerk. He throws the middle finger. He feels
1: like he's from like Better Off Dead.
0: I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of the role.
1: When he smacks his butt and goes, kiss it.
0: so they get bernie back up into the house while cleaning him off they have to use a vacuum cleaner on his mustache they use they use the the vacuum cleaner on his head pull his toupee off
1: the toupee is such a bad fake toupee because you can see his head is huge
0: oh it's so funny and then they hear gunshots so they're assuming they're dead but it ends up being the The kid kid. with a little toy gun so polly is feeling good he's like i killed bernie i'm good he's about to leave the island so for richard and larry they got to get off the island but they got to do it with bernie so now you've got these, you know, put Bernie in the wheelbarrow or the, yep. what is it, a wagon? Yeah, it's a little they wagon. drag him down a ramp, his head's bouncing off of the boards.
1: They spill him out onto sp- the <laughs> Yeah, he, he eats <laughs> the it. Cart. They turn
0: the corner and he eats it. They get him into the little golf cart Porsche that yeah. you love so much. They then are flying to get onto the... Ferry that gets off. Now while they're on there, they do the classic shoelace tie. Like everybody's got the. It looks
1: really three-legged good. Three-legged race. Yeah.
0: And they're like running, and he'll like he'll take his arm and like throw it up in the air, be like, wait, wait. Yeah. Pauly sees this and was can't like, believe. what is yeah. going on? <laughs> like, stop the ferry! I got to get off right now. I can't believe Bernie's not dead. They miss the ferry. Yep. But Richard and Larry know they got to get off of the island, so, so they're like, need, "Oh, so they need Bernie's boat." So they're going to go back to the house, and one of them's like, "I'll go back, and you stay with Bernie." And they're like, "No, no, no, we're not. Le- I need to <laughs> be yeah. with Bernie." So they go back to the house with Bernie. Who there's all these scenes where they're tied up, and he they just eat it. Like Bernie just dead drops to the floor. <laughs> yeah. So when they get there, they all of a sudden hear this like angry knocking at the door. Yep. So they assume it's the people that are coming to kill them. So Richard takes a log, like pretty a, much a, a two a, by yeah. four, <laughs> and they open the door, and he knocks out. And it was the guy who was living under the deck that did work for Bernie and he didn't pay him and he was pissed at him.
1: And the first Rambo call out, you remember this? No. He goes, you can come out, Rambo. Went to Richard. Oh, uh, and, t- and, yeah. and that's
0: a tip of the hat yeah. because the director did Rambo. Yeah. I, that's right. You're right. And then the second guy who's the gardener comes in. He's got a knife. They don't realize he's a gardener, and he knocks him out, too.
1: And that's the second callback to Rambo.
0: How is that the second callback to Rambo? That
1: guy is the actor, George Chung, who played the villain in Rambo. Oh, part shut tra- First Blood Part well, 2. You're right. Up. You're absolutely right. And he right. also wears a very similar costume <laughs> to the one in First Blood Part I 2. I can't believe it <laughs> is that incredible? Incredible? Yeah, oh my god, that's incredible! The Ramboism of it all—it's the
0: most weekend at Bernie's thing ever. So both those guys get knocked out; they get thrown into the pantry, yep. and the door gets locked.
1: It's and getting weird. It's getting real weird. Now
0: we're starting to—we're getting to thick. It's getting of
1: it. very bad thingsy. I love that movie. You know, it's that. so bad.
0: It is very bad things, but a little bit lighter. The music is more fluffy.
1: Dude. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable.
0: They then take off to go to the boat. When they get to the boat, they tie Bernie up on the back seat so he's like sitting upright. <laughs> yeah. Again, there's all these unnecessary. And they don't know how to drive the they boat. They don't know how to drive the boat. <laughs> <laughs> they bring like the, the roof of the boat comes up like a convertible and yeah. like lifts Bernie off the ground. And they
1: tear it off the anchor on yeah. the side. <laughs> yeah.
0: They, they get away. They hit a few boats. <laughs> they hit a few boats. They get away on the boat. They're a out there. The, 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 I, this is my favorite part of the whole movie.
1: When they throw the anchor?
0: They hit a bump and Bernie falls out of the boat. Yep. And he's basically water skiing and they don't know. Yeah. They then go by these buoys and they have, and they have no idea what these buoys are. So Larry's like just stay close to him. And then you hear this ding <laughs> ding and it's
1: it's it's Bernie Bernie's dead body just <laughs> racking into these things every single time. So the stuntman who did this, I can't believe they actually put a stuntman out there for those things. Sure. He broke some ribs. I, I believe it's, it. Yeah. It looks horrible. <laughs> it looks could very you painful. This
0: is so funny cuz there's other parts where it's clearly not a yeah. stuntman and it's yeah. like fake, but they so this go this takes place forever. They get them back in the boat. They're trying to get off the island. And then, of course, what happens? They run out of gas on the boat. Yeah. (laughs) So it cuts to them using him as a flotation by <laughs> flotation device. It's, I can't believe that for the last hour we've been talking about this movie. It's amazing. It's incredible.
1: It's a wonderful time to be alive. They get to, the,
0: they get to shore with him. He's got to weigh 300 pounds. He's waterlogged, <laughs> covered in sand, but whatever. So they get him to shore. And the whole time this is happening, you see Polly, who's like frantic. He's yep. losing his mind a little bit. Yeah. So Polly then gets in and he is on his way to Bernie's house as well. They get back to Bernie's house. Richard and Larry bring him inside. <laughs> This is. I'm in a close second place for this being my favorite part of the movie, by the way. So Gwen shows up, demands to know what's going on. Richard is like, "Get the hell out of here right now!" Yeah. She's like, "I won't." And then all of a sudden, Larry is dragging Bernie down a flight of stairs. Yes. And she's and he's yelling at her, saying, "People are trying to kill us. Can we stay at your house until we get out of here? We're in a lot of trouble." And while this is going on, thump, 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 and Gwen is just like, "Oh my god!" Mouth jarred wide open and. And Larry stops, sits down, grabs Bernie by the hair, picks his head up, slams it into the metal rail on the stairs <laughs> yeah. and says, What? It's just Bernie. <laughs> that might be my favorite. I take back what I said on the buoys. That's my favorite scene in the movie. When she when she's sitting there and it was like, yeah. Oh and then 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 it's like, We didn't kill him, it wasn't us. Do we look like people who could kill someone? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. I think almost immediately after the statement, do we look like people that would kill someone? The pantry breaks breaks open and he has to smack both of them in the head again. And Gwen's like, what is going on? Polly Burson (laughs) says something I assume in Italian, I don't know what it is, shoots Bernie (laughs) like four times (laughs) in the the chest. chest. This is another great scene. Richard's like, Oh, I I didn't see anything. And Larry's like, I'm blind. blind. (laughs) He's just moving his arms (laughs) (laughs) around. (laughs) this is the best you're losing it I wish people could see your face right now you love this movie so much so then he takes the gun to shoot them he's out of bullets and then Paulie's lost his mind at this point which is also what makes it really funny understandable too he opens up his jacket and he's like but this gun's not out of bullets he's at point blank range with them shooting them and can't hit them they're running around and trying to hide he hits the stereo, yeah. and you get like this music dun, dun 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 dun
1: Larry plays the hero. He's like, "Go on without me. I'll, I'll distract him." I
0: o- I also love that Polly like f- slips and falls through the holes in the circular staircase as yep. he's going after them. So he sends Richard and Gwen to go hide in a bedroom yeah. while Larry goes back to
1: fight them. He uses a phone cord to wrap him up. Right, and they and have also, like a. Also, Bernie accidentally kicks him in, him in, the, in the, the groin. groin. You got him a groin shot the in best, the movie. Of like course. That. And it matches. This is
0: the part that's so slapstick. So he pushes Bernie's foot away to get up the stairs. Yeah. And then his foot kicks him in the crotch. And it's the same time in this operatic song that's on that's yeah. like, uh <laughs> so he gets knocked right in the crotch. Timing. It's great. Comedic timing at its best. So as he ties him up, he gives him a, a punch, I think knocks him out. Yep. And then Richard and Gwen come down. Additionally, when Polly falls, Bernie's arm comes up and like holds him. And this is it. That's the end of the movie. It then cuts <laughs> to the police being there, which I also think is hilarious. Like this guy, <laughs> Polly, comes out of the house in a straitjacket. Yeah, they put him immediately in a straitjacket, yeah. which would never happen. Nope. And and obviously the belief is that Polly murdered, which he did. Like as yeah. who ended up the, murdering.
1: The gunshots kind of show it all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: they're all sitting on the deck. They're all having a La- chat. And, yeah. Bernie still falls out of the ambulance a couple times. There's a few more slapstick moments yeah, yeah. to get in there. He's at the
1: end. He's on the beach.
0: And 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 then as we spoke about at the beginning, Gwen has invited Richard to stay with her and her family for a couple days. And Larry's yeah. just going to hang out and continue life as Bernie Lomax.
1: Did you watch the after credit scene?
0: I did not. Is there an after credit scene?
1: So they're at Gwen's house for dinner. Like Richard and Larry are there too. And somehow they were helicopter lifting Bernie out and he falls through the skylight.
0: That's absolutely incredible.
1: No, it's not. It didn't happen. It didn't
0: happen. All right. Um, I didn't think it was the MC universe or whatever. Yeah, I know. Uh, Max, that is that's enough. an hour and 23 minutes later or however long we're done editing. That, my friend, is Weekend at Bernie's. Love it. Love it. Thank
1: you for this gift.
0: Thank you, Max. (laughs) As I say every week, Max, when we're done with the Herculean feat of talking about classic film, that takes us to our favorite part of the show. The Buzz in the Tower Fan Spotlight. This week's Buzz in the Tower Fan Spotlight is none other than our newest patrons, Mavericks, Carlos and Natasha. Who I met this weekend. Who you met this weekend. They are postal workers from Massachusetts. They came in town on a road trip. Well, they
1: they won a founders uh, brewery contest because he has a tattoo. He has eighty percent of his body covered in tattoos, Ooh. but he has a founders de- a founders beer tattoo, and he won a contest. They gave him like fifteen hundred dollars worth of swag. Oh my god, that's awesome! And like he got all the cool stuff. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll post a picture of it. It's Please amazing.
0: do. And swung by the bar whose name we never speak Shmores in sleeper. Ann Arbor, Shmores Keepers or Sleeps, as people call it. And you got a live in person visit from fans, which I'm jelly of. It was super so jelly. cool. They were awesome, super awesome. The you FaceTime me. I was at my kid's soccer game, yeah. and I was like this is great. I'm so I am so, I'm bummed I couldn't be there, but that's awesome that they came. Huge fans of the show. Like I said, patrons visited us in person. Uh we asked them what their thoughts were on Weekend at Bernie's, which I can only assume are great because it's the greatest film ever made. So let's hear what they had to say.
2: Hello, Buzz in the Tower. This is Carlos and Natasha. Hey guys. Uh we're here to do a fan spotlight um the movie Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Um Natasha, did you enjoy the movie? I did. I mean, I love myself some comedy. So, can't beat that. Uh, I really like the chemistry between Andrew McCarthy and Jonathan Silverman. I I was shocked they they didn't really do anything else except Weekend at Bernie's too. Can we talk about how Bernie's still alive or dead? (laughs) He was alive enough to do a second movie, uh, which wasn't really uh, well received, which I'm shocked I, I enjoyed that one too. Well, just a little bit about Weekend and at Bernie's. I mean, I gotta say, I love the part where uh, Richard takes his <laughs> date Gwen home, and uh, the butler. Butler slash dad. Oh, I laughed so much. And I mean, Carlos, what else did you like? Um, well, I really love the uh, continuous gag of the retired hitman continuously trying to kill Bernie and failing miserably. And uh, I mean, just their actual, like, the dumb luck that they had throughout the whole movie. I mean, keeping the whole thing up. you you can't beat it it was uh it was great it's definitely for someone who hasn't watched it it's definitely worth a watch um again Maximo thank you so much for having us do this uh and we'll keep listening
0: The date scene with the dad being there is absolutely hilarious. I do agree. As as much as I was ranking my funniest parts, like that entire scene's great. And Paulie being a nut and just constantly thinking that he was dead and the reoccurring theme of it. It's really good. It's really, really good. There isn't a lot in Weekend at Bernie's that you could say isn't like enjoyable.
1: No, like someone would be upset that they like it, but they're still going to like it.
0: This is a, I mean, it's a guilty sin, right? Guilty pleasure. Guilty sin. Jesus. (laughs) You all right there? I'm okay. I'm all right. It's a guilty pleasure movie, but it's, probably the best put together would you say this is the best put together guilty pleasure movie
1: I need to think about it but I want to say yes well of
0: course why am I asking you (laughs) Max uh, that concludes this week's episode thank you again to Carlos and Natasha for being rock stars and visiting us and they bought swag off our website and huge fans and we always love meeting our fans as long as they're not trying to cut our skin off and wear it as a human suit and Max I think at this point reminders are needed patreon.com slash buzz in the tower to become a Patreon like Carlos and Natasha also you can follow us on any social media platform at buzz in the tower if you have not subscribed yet to our podcast please do so on whatever platform you listen leave a review some like is hot <laughs> max i expect something good from you this is your weekend at bernie's episode how do you want to end the episode this week
1: usually i get yelled at for just lying there
0: you already said that once in the episode oh man ah uh, come on uh... yeah i blew it you blew it. You got nothing. I begged you to put something together. This is your episode. This is Weekend at Bernie's and you got nothing.
1: Um, My aunt is very sick.
0: <laughs> That'll do. That'll do. I, think I don't he, even have an aunt. That's good. It's perfect. And you know how I'm gonna end it. Some like it hot? You're damn right. <laughs> Some like it hot!